Welcome back to the podcast that rocks. Weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. Thank you for joining in. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocks. If you're not familiar, we're live streaming this on YouTube and Twitch right now. And with me, thankfully, my co-host is back because she didn't have class today. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. It's been a few you weeks. Had, I was supposed to say you haven't had it for a while. <laughs> it's been a few weeks and it's either been other people or just me and no one has done the dad jokes. So I figured it's time everyone got at least one dad joke this month for everybody. Exactly. Also, exactly. Gretchen dressed for the month of October stylishly as she always does so yes i purposefully dressed for you guys so like yes hopefully you're all doing well hope you're all having a good time thank you guys very much for everything you've been doing and supporting the channel hopefully you're all doing well with everything going on now that summer is technically over is that right you are better with the um seasons and all that stuff and dates so you can tell me better if seasons if summer's finally over Oh, yeah, it's been over, but Mother Nature said otherwise. Is that really? See, is it really Mother Nature now anymore? Because I feel like Mother Nature has no more say in what the temperature it is. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's up I, to people. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry, that was my snide um, talking head analysis of the current states of weather and Earth situation, which is definitely not what this podcast is about. So, and by the way, someone just said, Gretchen looks pumpkin-rific. I try. I try. You know, I'm trying to fit the season. Yes. So, thank you guys for all tuning in. I have you guys on YouTube and Twitch. Both chats out right now. Thank you guys for listening on all the podcast forums. Hopefully, you are enjoying Gretchen's sweet voice as we go over some of the interesting things that have happened this past week, including this week and including today. Please let me know in the situation if you can hear. Which is definitely not what... There's an echo of me because I just tapped over. I forgot to mute. Sorry about that. That'll be nice <laughs> on the playback, but I'll just have to figure that out as it comes. So, boy, that was a lot. That someone else just said, Mother Nature gave up years ago. We're on our own. Well, huh. yeah, that's fair. Well, <laughs> you know, in the world of new music and everything going on right now, there's a lot of good stuff coming out this month. And we're going to get to that in a few minutes, but the way I see this now, And in the state of rock, and especially metal, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Now, Gretchen and I did were just a shade too young, not quite born yet, for the true heyday of moms against metal, churches against metal, religious groups against metal, metal is the devil, that type of thing. We both really did not grow up with that. We are very aware of what happened, though, just in many different aspects. What's going on up north in Canada? Um, The war against metal rages on. And many of you are thinking, what do you mean the war against metal rages on? Is That's not even a war anymore. I didn't think so either. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. However, I was wrong. And someone just called Tipper Tipper Gore the OG Karen. I wouldn't go that far. However, I get what you're going for. Thank you again, Gretchen, for doing that. While we go up to Canada for this first story, I just want to remind people, we love Canada. But just like here in the States, they have a few people that like to cause problems. The parents in in Canada have launched a petition to ban a principal in high school for loving Iron Maiden too much. So... What does that mean? There's a principal up in high school, a high school principal up in Canada who loves Iron Maiden to the fact, to the extent that Sharon Burns, the principal, has tons of Iron Maiden uh, paraphernalia, posters, flags. They have little signs with all the little stuff with um, the mascot and Eddie and 666 and devil horns because Iron Maiden has all that stuff on their artwork. First of all, I would just like to point out that Iron Maiden is not satanic. Number two, Iron Maiden is about as scary and intimidating as the spirit of Halloween, just like um, the band Ghost, as Gretchen and I have often said. Yes. Um, Gretchen, I'm going to send you the article too, so you have it. I'll just set it over here. So that way you can see it as well. I don't want you going into this blind. 
I'm gonna, so the moms are quite upset about this high school principal. And not just the moms, the dads too. I'm not joking when I say this has upset a lot of people up north in this high school. And this area, pretty much. To read a quote, they have made a petition to get rid of the principal altogether. Quote, As concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School in St. Charles, Ontario, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic principles on her social media platforms where all the students can see them under. Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols on a public social media platform that directly goes against the principles of the vast majorities of families who represent the school is not inclusive. As parents, we are demanding that her transfer to another school. That's not how it works. Please replace her with another principal who aligns with the values of the families at Eden and will not sabotage the teaching or upholding of those values and will not try to introduce impressionable students to satanic practices of symbolism. They're very inclusive. Now, Gretchen is the English major. I am not. I sent you that ang- that article. In case you did want to dissect that, it's just under the ad. It starts with, here's the petition details. Yeah. Um. First of all, our school is based on inclusion, but... <laughs> Unless it falls outside of what we feel Unless is we right, don't like it. We believe. Number two, Iron Maiden has been around since the 70s? This is not a new band trying to trying to trick all the youngsters. Third, mm-hmm. if if you've ever seen any of Iron Maiden's imagery, album artwork, lining, even listening to the music, the, I, I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank at um what really this would relate to t- today. I, I don't even know. Like, what's a good comparison right now in metal that people would freak out? Okay, here's a good one. Okay. Um, Gretchen, when you and your mother went to Nafest Roadshow in 2019, who opened for that band? Or who opened for Slipknot? First band. Well, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. Behemoth. Be- yeah, Behemoth. Okay. Behemoth. Now, Behemoth also, at least according to Nurgle, is satanic, is like a preacher of Satanism. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. We've heard some false out, like false claims from him also saying he was kicked out of YMCA for being a Satanist, and that turned out to be bogus. I was about to say, but then he came back and was just like, I just wanted to see what y'all would do. Yeah, so I don't know how serious he is. However, the lyrics to Behemoth, quite dark, and even then, I'd be like, okay, that's a little intense. Yeah. Like, intent to shock and upset. Iron Maiden is not intended to shock and upset. Like, it's not even close. Um, also, Behemoth is relatively, is known, but not a household name in the United States. Probably not in Europe either, to be honest. Iron Maiden is. You're going to tell me that Iron Maiden is messing with all the youngsters in this Canadian high school that you had to have a petition to have a principal moved? By the way, Gretchen, you worked in the education system. Can principals just get switched out like like, um, NFL players in a draft or a sport? Not easily. And also, you got to be in a school system that actually has multiple schools to go to. I was like, I grew up in a school system where you had one primary school, one middle school, one high school. That was it. So like, if they ever wanted to do something like that, it wasn't going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm looking at this right now. And... Put aside the whole, like, a contradiction of our school is based on inclusion except for you type thing. This, it goes on to show you can check out the petition. You can click on that. And Did you look at the petition? I saw, I saw it earlier. I don't have it up right now. But, like, you can see, like, social media and stuff. Like, the actual pictures. I'm scrolling down right now on the page. Uh, it, it, no one cares about Eden Principal Sharon Burns' love for Iron Maiden or it's her love for 666. It's literally Eddie. It's Iron Maiden. It, it's nothing sacrilegious. It's like the license plate, Iron Maiden. It, it's not even a question, guys. It's not even close. The pictures that they're showing, it's... You look at him and go like, okay, she's a big fan of Iron Maiden, fine. She's wearing a t-shirt, she has the Eddie stuff, there's an Iron Maiden either flag or towel, whatever it is in the back seat. Uh, how does this not work? How has no one figured this out yet? God. 
I think something else is way up. I This is where my conspiracy hat comes on. There's some Canadian Karen out there who's trying to get this lady gone. And she's grasping at straws to get this lady out. Because it's 2021, and in Canada, I refuse to believe this many people have not understood Iron Maiden yet. Just to get this lady fired. I'm I'm blown away by this. And unfortunately, she's removed the post. Yes. Like and the initial post because there was so much backlash. There was. And on us on the happier note, which I'm happy to announce, there's also a counter petition a counter petition to have her keep her job. Yeah. Which has more signatures now. Yeah, and the other one that was initially started has been dropped. Yes. The petition was dropped two days ago. If they had kept their mouth shut, there would not have been a problem. Now, all these high schoolers are absolutely going to be wearing Iron Maiden merch to school every day. hell yeah. Knowing that they got to stand up for their cool principal and stick it to the the parents that were trying to cause problems. Yeah. I just, I love the the word in... Where it was like that goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the school. So then what about the minority? Uh-huh. What about them? It's not very inclusive Va- uh, if, it, if it's not for the minority yes. as well. Also, when you say vast majority, I call full shenanigans, which oh, I, I know, for- which, yeah. which is not the legal term I'm aware. Maybe up in Canada it is. You uh, surveyed every single family from that high school. I don't think so. I don't think so. Also, I highly doubt in all the years that high school's been going and all the staff they've had that she's the only Iron Maiden fan. Just, (sighs) I just kind of doubt it. Oh my God. So. I would, I would wear the most satanic thing possible to this school just to, just to piss off parents like in the line Waiting for to pick up their uh, kids, you just uh, waltz in with something on. Not to not to put you on the spot, Gretchen. I know what you would do. You would go to school <laughs> with a full uh, pop of the fourth hat mask, ghost T-shirt <laughs> that, mask that we saw this weekend, ghost, ghost cane, <laughs> and like have some friends dress up as nameless ghouls and just walk around blasting that. Hills above, as Morris, sun the most. That's what I would just play that oh my god that would be be great if i were a teacher there i'd do that oh uh, true this is i don't i ever. don't have the i don't have this information up i'm sure the teachers are way behind this principal now too i can't see this principal being an awful person i just can't mm-hmm. she doesn't someone that much in the iron maiden can't be a stick in the mud i just can't see that guys i can't yeah so oh gosh that's great uh, up in Canada, it's all about inclusion, unless you like Iron Maiden, apparently. Who knew that it would be Iron Maiden? Is that what the episode's going to be? Iron Maiden, like Canada versus Iron Maiden? I hope not. Because Canada loves Iron Maiden, too. <sighs> Canadians versus Iron Maiden. Maybe that's better. Because there are Canadian, a few Canadians. Canadian moms against. Can- Canadian Karens, yes. that is Canadian Karens against Iron Maiden. Man. Well, hopefully school's not disrupted that much. It's also, by the way, you're finally getting school back in session after a year of quarantine and remote. And that's what you're going to do. <laughs> and that's the sword you're going to die on. That's gonna the hill you're going to die on. They're going to come back home and you don't want that all day. <laughs> all right, fine. You don't want your principal listening to Iron Maiden? Take care of the kids yourself again. No, no, we're sorry. We're sorry. Take them. They're high schoolers. Take them. Get them out of our house. Gosh. Uh, thank you to all our canadian listeners by the way very much appreciated we're sorry you have to contend with these people i know um as we i'm just glad the more signatures are for the keep her job and give her a raise petition as opposed to transfer her to another school by the way if she's that much of a problem why would you want to just transfer her to another school just Someone else's problem now, not ours anymore. We don't want her gone. We just don't want to deal with her. Give her to that school down the street. We don't like them anyway. Come on now. Their, their vast majority is completely different from ours. Uh, 
We don't care about them. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> someone on Twitch has a great suggestion for that conspiracy theory. Some jerks kid, some uh, some jerky kid or jerks kid got suspended by this principle, and now they're grasping at straws to get them gone in retaliation. Sounds like uh, it's a it's a witch hunt. It does sound yeah. like it seems like someone's got a personal vendetta against them. Yeah, and it backfired and hard. I I wouldn't be surprised if that was an underlying. Everyone, reason, listen to honestly. Two Minutes to Midnight and The Trooper and something from the new album Senjutsu in honor of this principal. If only my my, my I've had two high school principals because they switched out halfway through. Yeah, my four years. If, um, neither one of them were Iron Maiden fans. Both of them I didn't have a problem with, though. They were both very formal. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to Oakville. Hope you're all having a good day. Here's the schedule for the week. They were both very formal, um, straight-as-an-arrow type people. Yeah. So I didn't, get, I didn't get Iron Maiden Canadian principal. So, yeah. Little jealous. And appreciate the uh, instructors and teachers that you have that like good things. Just let's leave it at that. I think that's oh, I fair. did miss the part where it was um, the high school's name was St. Catherine's. That makes a little bit more sense now. It's a private school. It is a private. Yeah, it was a private school. Makes but a little bit more sense now because I actually applied um, back when I was a teacher for just a little bit of clarification. Back when I was a teacher, I actually applied for a job at a private school. Mm -hmm. And um, when I came in for the interview, I was told no automatically ah. before I got interviewed because of my tattoos. Okay. Because they could see them. Under I, like I have heard that. I've heard that bias yeah. against that. However, Iron Maiden is not the best argument for not letting them in being a fan of Iron Maiden because under the curriculum oh, yeah. at that uh, religious school, there'd be so much they would have to be get rid of. Um, how much yeah. Shakespeare could actually be read in that Catholic and private school? If, you know, um, they really stuck mm -hmm. to that for inclusion. Nope. Let's talk about Romeo and Juliet. Nope. About two 14-year-olds who knew each other less than 72 hours and then killed themselves because they were so madly in love. That's one Is that of the, what you want to teach your impressionable kids? That's one of the tame Shakespeare stories, too. <laughs> that is also correct. Yes. But their children are impressionable. Yeah, oh, 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 they'd be giggling more about uh, some of the Shakespeare stuff than Iron Maiden lyrics and Eddie on that cover. Way more, way more. So, yep. moving on, yep. uh, we go for some ridiculous news up north to some very unfortunate news. Um, I know we made fun of a certain band back in 2020 during the Sturgis days for deciding to do the unthinkable and play at Sturgis during the middle of a pandemic and it caused a super spreader event and many, many, many people got sick and then died from Sturgis in 2020 because of which in South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, where COVID wasn't even that bad up until then. And one of the most faithful quotes and memorable of that was, F that COVID from one, the voice of a generation, the singer Steve Harwell of Smash Mouth. It was announced this week that, unfortunately, Mr. Harwell has going to retire and they will find a replacement singer to carry on the legacy of Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me it's time to sit down. Mm-mm-mm. Reported that he's a founder trying to do a string of health issues. A representative on behalf of the band shared that they have found a substitution. And they already noted that a little bit because some people were reporting that a different singer was on stage with the rest of the band, even though Harwell was there. The singer was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy eight years ago, which also progressed to heart failure. In addition, he's developed wordics. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Encephalopathy. Wow, that's a close one which is an acute neurological condition that affects the peripheral and central nervous system. So there's quite a few problems going on with this. And it looks like some of it was also associated with severe alcohol use, which is a bummer and an unfortunate thing in the music industry. Quote from Smash Mouth's singer. He's still, he's not the former singer still. He's stepping down. Ever since I was a kid, I dreamed of being a rock star performing in front of sold out arenas and have been so fortunate to live out that dream. 
to my bandmates. It's been an honor performing with you for all these years, and I can't think of anyone else I would rather go on this wild journey with. To our loyal and amazing fans, thank you all for that was possible because of you. I tried so hard to power through my physical and mental health issues and to play in front of you one last time, but I just wasn't able to, he continued. I cannot wait to see what Smash Out the Complice is next, and I'm looking forward to counting myself as one of the band's newest fans. Now, <laughs> someone just said, you mean carry on the legacy of Shrek? Well, Shrek helped. They did. They had hits before Shrek, though. They did. Quite a few. Yeah. All-Star was adopted by Shrek, to be fair. It came out before just, all, yeah, all, just, uh, Anytime Shrek. I hear somebody, I just picture Shrek going oh, yeah. out of the The beginning of the house. beginning of the movie, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember before All Star when there were songs like Walking on the Sun, which was all mm. over the all yeah. over the radio. All I mean, it was nothing compared to All Star, but still Walking on the Sun was all over the radio too, guys, in the late nineties. Big hit. Yeah, I for, I actually forgot about that one until you just mm-hmm. said it, but then immediately I heard it in my head. Smash Mouth are definitely not one-hit wonders, so don't ever get no. that twisted. They are they not. They are singles. Yeah, they are a singles band. Gretchen nailed They're it with that. Band. They are a singles band. They are not one-hit wonders, though. I was about to say, who goes out uh, their album? Yeah, and I also add to that, when's the last time you went out to see listen to Smash Mouth? Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like on a like a... 2000s like an early 2000s late 90s play now that's i'm sure it's on a now that's what now i call music what, yeah. i'm sure it's on one of those oh yeah but i it is worth pointing out um if i made a sound from mike in the chat if i made a soundtrack of my childhood there would be, definitely be a smash mouth song on it that's fair Oh, absolutely yeah that's very absolutely. fair they're, they're a part of everyone's childhood in the u.s yeah. for sure absolutely as long Even, as you were born in the 80s and 90s yeah yeah, I'd say so too. Yeah, if you're born after that, eh, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I guess like if you're born even in the year 2000, you're probably still too young for it. But yeah, mm-hmm. 80s and 90s, yeah, absolutely. So I did want to point that out though, because I do see that as newsworthy when a singer yeah. of a multi-platinum, multi-charting number one hit band does go down. Um, regardless of all the controversy after that COVID stuff, um, after the Sturgis thing, Smash Mouth was not a controversial band. No one ever saw Smash Mouth as anything controversial or edgy or a problematic. They were what they were. Yeah. So it is what I mean, it is they with were, that. They were so unproblematic. Remember, we were talking about it. They were in the movie Rat Race. Yes. At the end, and doing they a charity ru- concert. I remember they ruined the end of that movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen. If you haven't seen Rat Race, 90% of that movie is absolutely fantastic and hilarious. And then the last, the ending is just, the ending is so lame. (laughs) Lame is the best way to put it too. And that is not Smash Mouth's fault. No, but they wouldn't have brought in a band if they thought they were problematic. Exactly. Yeah. No, they wouldn't So they brought in Smash Mouth for the very end. Yes. So it just shows you that they were not this way yes back then that was in 2001 yeah exactly so it was the right time to bring a band like that into even even if like the even if they missed the mark a little bit like getting this big like jaw-dropping band for 2001 it's like smash mouth the little kid goes at the end of the movie and i remember watching going okay (laughs) (laughs) guys if you haven't seen rat race this is a plug it is worth like if it's on any streaming service it is worth watching it's Le- so many big names. It's so many big names because it's based off the old like 50s or 60s movie. It's a mad, 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 mad world. And the same theme yeah. of huge name actors and actresses you wouldn't think would be together. And they all do so good. And it's so funny to watch. And even with the lame ending, it's still worth watching. Like That's this so is good. Yes. So. <laughs> well done for I do say that. Thank you, Smash Mouth, for even though. I think Gresham nailed it. It is a singles band, but at the same time, the singles definitely were worth it. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Someone just Concertcraft just said in chat on Twitch, Rat Race on DVD. I had it and watched it so many times when I was younger. Yeah, that's a good. You throw it on DVD, just let it play in the background and just laugh with it. Absolutely, that's that type of movie oh. for sure. So. And it's so quotable too. It is. That's a movie that's kind of gotten lost in time. If you think about it, yeah, it's not one of those Maybe big then. movies that everyone talks about. Funny like that. The whole, like, again, it's so funny, though. Like, so many shenanigans. That is the shenanigan movie before um, The Hangover, you know? 
Like this is just Ab- endless, yeah, endless shenanigans for these people, nonstop. So, and your homework sm- for this week is to go watch it. Yeah, that'll make you feel there better you too. And also, yeah. you will get and you see all of Smash Mouth at the end. That's not a spoiler for mm-hmm. anything either. Like you'll, the movie's been out for twenty years. The, the movie's been out for twenty years, guys. That's not even a spoiler for yeah. the movie. So just keep that in mind. So. Moving on, we go from Iron Maiden or Canadian Karens versus Iron Maiden to Smash Mouth losing their singer to a singer who has nothing to lose. Machine Gun Kelly had two festival performances this past week. One of them went extremely well for the man. The other, not so much. Now, I have some blips that I had pulled up. I'm not going to look them up again. He performed at Austin City Limits to a good crowd that was very supportive of him. And you could tell... Machine Gun Kelly had the time of his life. Very different crowd. Yes. Austin City Limits is a huge festival, but it's also a multi-genre festival. But they've had everybody there. And I've never heard of anyone that's gone to Austin City Limits saying they had a bad time. This is like, it's pretty much the Texas Coachella, if you get what I'm saying with that. They have the, yes, they have the festival fashionistas they have the influencers, but they have every genre of music, too. And Austin is the least Texan of Texas cities. I was going to say, it's Coachella plus cowboy hats. Oh, there are cowboy hats, yes. But they're fashionable cowboy hats. There's no actual cowboys there. They have rhinestones on them. There are no cowboys there, though. Not functionable. No. There's no, the Stets, there are no Stetsons there. I think that's the nice hat that they people talk about. Oh. Yeah. Um, as I pull this up, I'll pull one article up just right now. I mean, the crowd was all over it. He climbed one of the trusses, and like just like hanging from that, like from the scaffolding and stuff like that. But again, people said, like a lot of reports were saying, the crowd was into it. It was a very young audience for his stage, which is what he's aiming for. But he got what he wanted out of it. So I'm reporting that right now. And you can see that on screen right now for Austin 360, the local stuff. And you know what? They got what they wanted for the kids. The kids were not entertained at Aftershock in Sacramento, California last past weekend. Quite the, um, how do I say this? Quite the different reaction. And for those who are wondering, I'm going to send this to Gretchen. I'm going to send this to you too, just so that way you're aware of what I'm looking at from mm-hmm. Loudwire. Um, there were fewer photographers at the DWP festivals this year, and there was definitely a crowd there for him. There were people there that were very happy to see him, more so than Louder Than Life a couple weeks ago. There was a larger population of people wanting to see Machine Gun Kelly. There were more kiddos in the crowd, and also it's California, not Kentucky. Yeah. It's going to be a different demographic overall anyway. However, the crowd that was not happy to see Machine Gun Kelly was much, much, much Larger and much angrier than the crowd yeah. in Louisville, Kentucky. Not only was trash thrown at him throughout the set with choruses of booze after every song, tree branches were thrown at the man while he was singing on stage. And Gretchen and I have both been to Aftershock. I've covered Aftershock three years, or for three separate years. There's trees all over. Like, it's actually, it's in a legitimate park. It's not like in a field. This is a park where trees are everywhere. And he had a lot of stuff thrown at him. Everything okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, he had a lot of stuff thrown at him. And as you play through it all, um, I know Loudwire talked about it. I know Rockfeed talked about it also. And this is all still going about the whole stuff with Corey Taylor and everything. And I'm not going to play the whole clip because I don't want to get demonetized and stuff. But he was flipping off quite a few people. Um, that were booing him nonstop. And it was a lot of middle fingers back and forth to the point where it was just middle finger fest. And I will give one bit of credit to Machine Gun Kelly for this one. He finished the set. Massive amount of booze drowning out most songs. Debris getting thrown at him. (laughs) Tree branches getting thrown at him. He finished the set. Now. What else could he do? It's true. It's very true. More, more terrible things would be said about him if he had just uh, yeah. gone on his way. So Yeah. He didn't really have an option. And he like fans, um, I'm not gonna quote this. He asked Aftershock, how y'all feel at Aftershock? Mixed opinions. I love you so much. This morning I was like, do we get on the plane and go do this? 
I was sitting here thinking about the last festival we did where this 10-year-old girl got her poster ripped up just for liking me. I'm doing this show for her and everyone who came to see us. Okay. First of all, I don't know how I feel about a 10-year-old listening to Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. That's not to say every 10-year-old always listens to, oh, I don't know, the Wuggles. But Machine Gun Kelly's a little different considering his history of, oh, how do I say it? There's no diplomatic way to say this. Considering his proven history of going after 13-year-olds. <laughs> and if you're wondering why I'm bringing that up, well, he brought it up himself, commenting on 13-year-olds. So, yeah. 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 And also, I am not a fan of throwing trash at someone, especially yeah. no matter how awful they are. I am not for that at all. Especially tree branches. That's bad. Like, just don't stoop to level. Like, it just yeah. makes you look bad. So, like, he's That's already worse. made himself yeah. look bad. Why, yes. why God, go out of your way to make yourself look like an ass? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you really can't stand it and he's being obnoxious, you want to boo, you go ahead and boo. You got the right to boo. You want to, like, if you're going to flip the middle finger and chant, you suck, like it's a wrestling crowd, you go ahead and do that, too. Yeah. So don't, don't get into where it com- becomes assault. No one wins with that, you know? Also, yeah. and this is what really sucks, all the kiddos, the younger audience that was trying to get front row at that barricade, they're the ones probably getting pelted with that too. Yep. Because the people in the back are trying to throw stuff at Machine Gun Kelly, and they're hitting little Susie in the fr- front row. Yep. So that's why it's stuff you don't do that here. So. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the Twitch chat, as a parent, I'm judging you if your 10-year-old listens to this guy. Damn, Mike. <laughs> if she's singing along to some of the songs, eh? I remember, like, yeah. I mean, we'll say this, and I've said this before. When Machine Gun Kelly came to St. Louis, sold out the crowd, sellout crowd, full full attendance at that little amphitheater. That crowd was filled to the brim with high schoolers. But those high schoolers were happy. Aftershock. Was not an audience for Machine Gun Kelly. Nor was Louder Than Life. I do not think he's contracted for any more DWP festivals and or these rock and metal festivals. I think if he's smart, he'll start to steer away from that for a while. But I don't know how else that's going to happen. Keep in mind, Born With Horns is still expected to come out this year. It is not known yet when that will come out. They didn't announce it? Not the actual date. They just said 2021. Oh. Why did I think I the date was like November or something? It could be November, the way it's looking right now. I don't think they would wait till December. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's Machine Gun Kelly, Born With Horns. I, I just don't see that. Could be. I could be wrong. It'll be a double album, and the second part will be Christmas. Oh, don't tell it a double album, because I have to listen to it. I don't want double the Machine Gun it, Kelly. You, you won't have to listen to the second part, because it'll just be Christmas covers. <laughs> I don't even... Walking in a winter wonderland with Machine Gun Kelly. Ugh, I, my mind just won't... My mind just like, I saw Santa kissing Santa Claus! You know, with his donkey voice. <laughs> Speaking of Born With Horns, though, worth pointing out, I'll just keep this tab up right now. And Gretchen, I, you, this one you don't have to see. Machine Gun Kelly has said that the next album is both deeper and more guitar-heavy. Now, I admit I was a jerk when I read that and thought, oh, it's going to be more guitar heavy to drown out his voice and it's going to be as deep as a kiddie pool. But I, judging from the first single and what he's capable of, I am not willing to bet that it's going to be deeper. And if it's guitar heavy, that's one thing. Machine Gun Kelly has not proven to be a stellar guitar player. There's, there's no nice way to say that. So the jury's still out on that one, however. Oh, I forgot he played guitar, too. Yes. I thought he just sang. <laughs> I think he forgets every now and then also. <laughs> now, now. I know. I'm being mean unnecessarily. Now, now. You know what? If this album is fantastic, if this album just completely blows us away and that first single was not the right out, like right indicator... I'll gladly come up here and eat my words. You know why? Because that means we get good music. 
That's everybody, true. everybody wins. <laughs> you know, uh, someone just said on the YouTube chat, "Machine Gun Kelly, Santa, Santa forgot me too." Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Chester also joining us. If you're listening on the podcast forums, Chester is sitting with Gretchen right now. Chester, not a fan. Chester, what do you think? This is now pass. Yeah, I don't blame you, Chester. I just, I just don't blame you. But yes, um, Paper Cuts was the single that came out back in August. That feels like so long ago. This was a long time ago. Uh, in 2021 terms, yes, it was a long time ago. But yes, tour will still go on. I think he's almost wrapping up the tour if it's not done already. And I will bring you that information on the new album when it comes. I did say I would review it when it comes out, so long as it comes out in a timely manner. If it comes out in November, it shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be. Don't quote me on that. But man, oh man, that's, uh, that is going to be something. Moving on. There's one specific message that I would like to uh, do my best to quote. However, it's quite vulgar. And for fear of demonetization and getting censored, I will have to censor it a little bit. But it is worth bringing up. We have brought you much information about one Aaron Lewis and his ongoing tyrant, drunken tirades on stage against the current president, his political beliefs, uh, separating out different uh, ideologies and making wild accusations as well as some racist ideology with his Confederate flag waving jargon and aim at illegal immigrants. Boy, that's a lot, a lot just for a music podcast. I know, but turns out there's more people try to take um, some shots at Aaron Lewis now. And I think it's about time. Sebastian Bach, legend of hair metal, legend of the eighties. As a message for Aaron Lewis. That message directly, F you and your band. That's how it starts. The quote first. I just think for any metal meathead ignorant musician that wants to get in their crowd chanting F Joe Biden, anyone who wants to do that, I could say F you and your band, stained being the band, and F the guy that came before Joe Biden, and I don't need to speak any more about him. These two obviously on very opposite sides of the political spectrum. Clearly. He's talked, uh, Sebastian Bach has talked more about his uh, political beliefs, especially he was very anti-Trump. He's also been noticed, and it's been proven, once the election was over, he stopped talking about the former president. Mm-hmm. He kept his mouth shut. Now it looks like he's really trying to make a stand against idiots like Aaron Lewis, who are directly causing problems. Um, somebody said that Aaron Lewis's solo tour were selling out and that's uh like i know that's not true there are definitely not sellout shows for Aaron Lewis's solo country tour i know stained toured with corn and i know a lot of those weren't sellouts but also they had there was some a lot of different problems with that tour just because of health reasons and covid so that one i can't knock up someone was saying that for meet and greet and the solo country show tickets for meet and greet vip stuff is upwards of seven hundred dollars Sounds about right. I personally don't think I believe that just because Aaron Lewis knows that would be too much to pay. And I don't think too many people would pay. I can't say that people would pay just because they love Stain that much. The Stain does have their Mm -hmm. in denial, diehard past fans who grew up with that music and refuse to acknowledge what it is. So I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Sebastian Bach's not taking his crap anymore. Um, he's going to be start saying this much more. Lewis is a frequent critic of, critic of the current president who was wearing a F Biden, impeach Biden t-shirt. And also, I could poo a better president. He did not say poo, however. He said something else. <laughs> All these t-shirts while performing in the last recent weeks on his solo tour. This also goes along with his song, Am I the Only One? Apparently. Who feels this way? That strongly. Now... I don't know what else is next for Aaron Lewis, but I do think he's going off the rails, and this is not meant as a joke. He has extreme alcohol problems at this point, and they're not being taken care of. If anything, they're being exacerbated by living on the road and drinking on stage and wearing shirts like that. He's wearing the Tchotchke Beach Town, um, like when we went to Gatlinburg and Panama City and Daytona type t-shirts. You buy the t-shirt stuff, you know, just like the spray on 
uh, Trump sucks, Biden sucks t-shirts you buy for five for a dollar. He's wearing those t-shirts all day. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have to hear more of anything else coming from Sebastian Bach versus Aaron Lewis. However, I can't imagine that's going to end well. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Woof. Yikes. Moving on. I did want to give a little quick update. Gretchen, you uh, weren't here for last week's podcast, but I know you were updating. You were listening to it on Richard Faulkner, the Richie, the guitarist from Judas Priest, who had mm-hmm. the massive, shocking, horrifying, I can't even, I don't even know if injuries, the right word, condition that happened at his performance during Painkiller at Louder Than Life, only a couple days mm-hmm. after I saw him live, and he was rushed to the hospital. The hospital, the only reason he lives lived because the hospital was so close. He gave a heartfelt thank you to the doctors that saved his life after a 10-hour surgery, open heart, replacing valves, putting in metal in his body. The man is made of metal now. <sighs> Mr. Faulkner is alive today because the stars aligned. He had outstanding emergency care team. He was close to a world-class heart center, and he was quick to recognize he needed help. Quote from Richie, you saved my life. My little girl saw me come home, and that just means everything. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. There's really nothing more to say other than that, really. It just means the most to see our patients healing and happy and healthy and after this long procedure, said the physician. We're very happy to see how you've done and how you've progressed, and you'll be back to entertaining people very soon. The fact that all that has been said is a flat-out miracle when you just hear the description of everything that happened louder than life. Man. So, I wanted to give that little update. Thank God. Thank God he's okay. He will be okay. I'm, not, I'm sure he's not feeling 100% right now. He will be okay. But also goes to show, he took care of himself. He was not living that rock and roll metal lifestyle that you hear from the 80s. He was relatively in shape. He was fine. So, who knows? Hopefully things keep getting better. Keep an eye on your health, guys. Yep. Moving, moving on, today we got word two relatively big tours got announced um, for the North America. Number one, one that I was very shocked to see and happy to see too, Nightwish is coming to North America, to U.S. and Canada. I was surprised to see that one. They'll be coming mostly to, Can- uh, mostly to the North and to California and Canada, covering the Human Nature Tour. They released their album earlier this year, later last year, whichever one it was. They're actually going to be touring with that now that they can tour. Nightwish in America and Canada. If you're a fan of that for the symphonic metal, that's a thing for you guys. That's pretty impressive. So, moving on from that, another tour got announced today. Um, a big North American tour for early 2022 that's going to be covering over the next, from January to February. One that Gretchen has a love-hate relationship with. Gretchen's uh, favorite band will be making a tour, Shine Down. Starting in California, January 26th, going to February 27th in Montreal. They are also still expected to go across overseas to Europe in June. Now, that does not mean more Shinedown dates can't be added. However, we do know they are still working on a new album. They have summer plans. And this tour going from California and all over Canada will be going on this early next year. Now, Gretchen, why are you not happy about that? Because they're nowhere near me and they're at really bad times. Yeah, um, this is more personal issues. This is beyond, this isn't even first world problems. This is spoiled concert goer problems. Is that a good way to say it? Um, Unfortunately, we are hoping to be covering some certain things this upcoming spring in February. So we'll be out of town for that. Not so, even traveling to some of these shows wouldn't be viable. However, they really are not coming near us. California, Arizona. Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Washington, or all the West Coast states and west uh, the West Side, and then all of Canada. I mean, to be fair, they were just here. Yes, and did an East Coast tour. You literally did. Really... You literally did see them one month ago today. I did. I just yeah. I want a better situation where the lighting looks better. And you got this and sucked. And you were and you were in the photo pit and you got up close. Yeah. But the lighting still sucked. Well, I I can't help that either. So (laughs) yeah. Also, I see some of the good luck, Richie. Get well soon, Richie stuff in the chat. Thank you. I'm I'm glad people are getting behind that as well. So Mm 
Huh. So Shinedown hopefully have new out. They said they're going to have new music, I think, in the first half of 2022. Was that they were aiming for? Yes. Just like Avenged Sevenfold, by the way. I also want to give a little update for you festival goers. It is looking more than likely Avenged Sevenfold will be back in touring in 2022 because they are expected to be headlining at least one of the days at some of the big DWP festivals in 2022. So Return Avenged Sevenfold, loose um, ter- return, like loose term of that for Return of Avenged Sevenfold, but it's definitely in the plans. Uh, it's more than likely you'd expect something. So keep that in mind. I think that's pretty cool. I'm hoping um, everything went okay. Uh, Singer's doing all right. Everything's going smooth for that. He had got more than enough vocal rest and that he needed badly. So we'll figure that out as it comes, though. Moving on, as I know, we are rapidly running out of time. We started late, technical problems, blah, blah, blah. We'll go through this really quick. Next time, uh, for the next video I'm working on, I made this on the community post in on the YouTube channel for Rock. You can comment on this right now if you want. I'll share the screen as well. If you are ever wondering, I've always been a big Conan O'Brien fan. Gretchen knows this about me too. Conan has always been a huge proponent of rock and metal and alternative and all that for a musical guest on his show, dating back to the mid-90s. And whether it's Late Night, Tonight Show, or Conan on TBS, he has always, always supported that. There are many, many, many great bands that have been on there. So... Um, if you find that post, it's on the community page for the, on the YouTube channel, and you know of a good Conan suggestion, leave a comment let me know, because I'm going to be doing 10 great rock and metal performances with Conan, like on Conan's TV shows. I also made this post, and I talked to Gretchen about this. I learned, once again, a lesson that I'm, I keep forgetting. No one knows how to follow instructions or directions, because over half the people that commented were saying, oh, I like this one on Leto. How about this Letterman performance? Hey, you can see that Saturday Night Live performance? So I, I even used a picture of Conan and it still didn't sink in. So, yeah, I tried, though. And the other half do have Conan suggestions. You know what? That works enough. So that's something. Moving on to the Billboard Mainstream Rock Top 3, and then we'll start wrapping things up. Every week we try to go for the three top three songs of Billboard's Mainstream Rock to see what's plaguing or blessing rock radio right now. We have a new number one, and a number one that I was not expecting to go to number one, but they're racking up number one hits. Coming, coming in at number three, however, is Chevelle with Mars Simula. Coming in at number two is Seether with Wasteland. Uh, expected. Yeah. And coming, right. and coming in at number one, a band touring with Shinedown, Pop Evil with the song Survivor. Huh. I was not expecting that. However, the more I look at it, Pop Evil's become another one of the darling bands for Billboard, and mm-hmm. it is looking like more and more they're going to keep getting number one hits no matter what they put out. I have nothing against Pop Evil. They don't do much for me, but I've never heard a Pop Evil song that like I went, ew, turn that trash off. Right. Take that for what it's worth. So, that being said, we have some cool stuff coming up. I will be working on that coded video. Hopefully, I'll have that up early next week, this weekend for patrons. Gretchen just posted a great video on her YouTube channel because she was with me and I tried to show her some Halloween-y stuff for St. Louis. Hence why she's decorated so nicely right now. Decorated. decorated. Hence why she's I have decorated so myself. Well, you have pumpkin earrings. I guess that's a type of decoration. So I do. Um, I showed Gretchen Johnny Brock's, which is a massive Halloween store, year-round Halloween and decoration store. And oh, it's I, year-round? It's a year-round store, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. it's It stays there. It's a party because it's, it's a massive party supply store as well and costume store. Um, what's cool about this, and I told you'll see this on the video if you, if I'll, I retweeted already on Twitter. Um, from the outside, this massive Johnny Brock's dungeon that's been around for decades. On the outside, it looks like the most disgusting, horrifying warehouse style building you'll ever see. It looks like a rundown place where someone's going to get shot. I was concerned. Yes. And I warned her about that before several times. You go inside and it's fantastic. There's more stuff than you could ever imagine for Halloween. Every costume, the high-end like makeup palettes, expensive masks. They had like they had Papa the second ghost masks, Dead by Daylight masks, everything like everything you can think of. I came so close to buying that ghost yeah. mask. Every costume, so every accessory, expensive stuff. They had like a Mortal Kombat Shao Kahn deluxe helmet if you wanted to be Shao Kahn. Any costume you could think of they have there. So that's on there. She did a whole vlog on that. 
We went to Six Flags for Fright Night. That did not turn out as well just because there were so many people. But there's good footage of the park, though. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Squid Game because we binged all of that. And boy, oh boy, we don't want this to turn into a Squid Game podcast because I'm sure there's enough of those right now. All thing I could say is Gretchen and I, I'll speak for Gretchen on this. We do recommend it. And don't watch it if you're squeamish. And finally, I weep for those on social media, especially Instagram and TikTok, who have not seen Squid Game yet. And you're being flooded with Squid Game like memes and TikToks and have no idea what any of it means. That sucks. I would be lost too if I saw all that. And there's tons. So honestly, that's why I wanted to watch it because I kept seeing it. And I was like, all right, I got I got to figure out what this is about. And now that you know, it's like, oh, you see the memes. It's not like, ha, ah, that's funny. It's more like, oh, like, um, right. It's there's some awkward, yep. uncomfortable scenes in Squid Game. Let's leave it at that. Uh, so Gretchen, you have some fun stuff. You have great stuff coming up. Everyone, if you're following on Twitch, please give a follow to at Go Gretchen as well. She'll, she's doing tons of streaming. She's going to make partners sooner than later. She says she's not, but I know she is. Squid Games is on Netflix. It's on the number one show on Netflix right now, by the way, worldwide. It is now going to be the most watched series on, on Netflix ever. Ever. More than mm-hmm. Daredevil, more than House of Cards, more, more than anything. So that's impressive. So that being said, I know you have other cool stuff coming up, Gretchen. Please to follow her on her socials and on her Twitch. You can follow all my stuff. My socials are floating above me, above my head. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to close with? Because it's been a while since we had some words of wisdom. I live for Gretchen's words of wisdom. They guide me throughout my day when I need to be calmed down. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to close with today? Did you forget that I was going to ask you about words of wisdom? Yes, and I've been so engrossed in schoolwork that I've completely forgotten about words of wisdom. Did I hear Um, Ivan in the background wanting to give his advice? I was wondering if you heard that. He's been (laughs) whining at my door for like 15 minutes. Ivan is a good boy, so... It's 9 o'clock. He wants his G-R-E-E-N-I-E. I I understand, so... Tell time. Anything Uh, you'd like to close with? I would like to close with... Hey... It's still October. Yes. Put away those Christmas decorations. That's fair. I don't want to see them out until November 1st. You know at what? At the earliest. That's... Hallmark, I'm looking at you. Knock it off. Okay. Now, okay. Very fair. <laughs> and also very expected. So that means you will not decorate for Halloween until September 1st. No. Oh, it doesn't work that way? No, it doesn't work that way because all these stores want to start putting out their Christmas stuff in the middle of September. And to that, I'm just like a big old, you know. (laughs) That's going to sound great on the podcast. That no one will know. No one has any clue what that means. (laughs) No one's going to know. Who's going to know? Going to (laughs) know. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you next week. Have a great week. Stay tuned. Subscribe to us. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.